0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to TRTV News. There's a few things we gotta talk about. We're talking lower decks, Discovery Season 3 Story, and Picard Season 3? Let's engage. hey, everyone, I just want to welcome you back to uh, this edition of TRTV News. Uh, It's been a little weird lately, hasn't it, with uh, the thing that must not be named. I guess that's the wrong fandom, but, uh, you know, like with this whole, like, Rona thing that's been going on, man, like it's been kind of messing people up, like, like timelines. There's this is no time to talk about time. I know I get it. I get it. Um, but you know, if I could slingshot around the sun, go save some whales uh from the past and you know, prevent the Rona from happening, I would totally do it for each and every one of you. I promise you I would. So um with that, a couple updates that um I was kind of alluding to in the little cold opener for this segment of the news. So uh couple different things. You know, we've been hearing about uh these uh, these shows, right? We've been hearing about uh, Discovery season three. Will it, won't it happen, or when will it happen? We've had questions about that. We've been hearing about lower decks, and you know what? What's the deal with that? Is is anything going to happen with that? And um, of course, Star Trek Picard. So there's a lot that we're we're kind of chewing on that we're consuming at the moment uh, with with all the Star Trek stuff in general. So, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, I guess something that we might know the most about question mark, um, which has to do with, um, of course, uh, Star Trek discovery season three. Now, uh, discovery season two ended, uh, a little bit ago and we, we ended the season spoilers with, uh, by the way, spoiler alert. So red alert, red alert. Um, there, there are spoilers for how season two ends. If you haven't seen it, go watch it, come back and listen. Uh, but in there, uh, the discovery goes 900 some odd years into the future with Michael Burnham leading the charge in the uh, red angel suit uh, with her time crystals and things like that. And a lot of that was was. Uh, I guess, done um, to get the ship, get all the stuff away from the uh, very near Kirk era of Star Trek, because there were a lot of complaints about uh, violations to canon and another stuff, and it was just getting very complicated. And I think, uh, I don't want to presume, but I know that, that there was a lot of flack that the that the the fans were giving um, Alex Kurtzman and company. So whether that was the actual reason or there was a, a bigger narrative that they were really trying to tell from the get go, I'm gonna try and give them the the benefit of the doubt on that and just say yeah that was part of the game plan um, or this was just like one massive course correction. But regardless, the discovery Michael Burnham they're going 900 some odd years into the future and. Uh, that's what we're supposed to be picking up in season three. Now, one of the last times that I was talking about this, uh, they're done with shooting, and the the only thing that has really been holding things up has had to do with the music for uh, for Discovery season three. And Jeff Russo, who's been uh, putting the music together and for for the the show and even for Star Trek Picard, uh, allegedly part of the issue is he can't get the orchestra together to be able to record because of the social distancing stuff that we're kind of dealing with, um, at this point in 2020, you know, we're, we're at the end of spring, we're almost into summer of 2020 and we're still having challenges with being able to be in close proximity with one another without some very extreme precautions, um, or at least recommendations, I should say. Now, uh, Recently, there was an article that was um, released on comicbook.com, which is actually owned by CBS. And uh, anyway, uh, as you guys may know, uh, Jonathan Frakes has been very active with directing and even returning to acting in Star Trek Picard as Will Riker. And he was recently interviewed by comicbook.com, where um, he says the following, Discovery has primarily has primarily to do with Sonequa's character, as you'll see. At the end of season two, we flash forward, I think, 930 years. Michael, Burnham's, uh, Michael Burnham has found a new core, not to mention a new partner in crime. So again, there's a big tonal shift on that show, uh, which is less driven by the pain and guilt of her past and more about the magical reunification of the Discovery crew and wherever she went off to. Uh, Frake said... God knows where she went as the red angel. So those two things coming together is very much the theme and how grateful everyone is and what's next. It's got a lot of action adventure and not so much pain. So this is something that uh, is apparently going to be part of discovery. So it's going to be less painful uh, less pain, less, uh, potentially less darkness, um, or dark tones to it, I'm hoping. And there's, there's some other stuff in there, you know, like with her, uh, partnering up with, uh, this, this character named Booker. And I just, you know, like we, we have the romance that was going on the first two seasons with Ash Tyler and things like that. And, um, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I'm hoping that they can just be friends that, you know, Michael Burnham and the Booker character can just be friends and there not be romantic stuff going on with them. Um, Let's just kind of have a good adventure. Let's have some good storytelling. Um, Just, just let's have some good stuff. And if the romance happens, if it makes sense, then cool. But let's not just write it for the sake of writing it because Michael Burnham needs, you know, some kind of romance um, each season. So so there's that. Now, uh you know, I'm curious what you guys might think about that and this whole thing about you know, does Michael Burnham need a love interest each season or or what what you think about that. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh Star Trek Picard. Now, as you guys may know, uh one of the Uh, special episodes or sub show whatever you want to call it that we do here on the podcast is called engage and that's where myself and eric we would um each week be doing um a little reaction like initial reaction to the episodes as they were releasing now that's going to happen again uh once discovery season three happens and of course when lower decks happens um that might be with myself and eric again or myself and uh, someone else. Uh, we'll, we'll see kind of how that goes, um, as it develops and what people's availability is like, but you know, we're going to be doing our retrospective. That'll be airing here pretty quick on the channel. So make sure you pay attention to our social media and that you're subscribed so that you automatically get the download whenever it comes, but we'll be, we'll be recording that very soon. um, now that we're about two months, almost three months removed from the finale airing. Now it's interesting um, because recently Akiva, Go- Akiva Gold, I can't even say the name, Akiva, um, he recently was interviewed asking about, hey, how long is this Picard show going to be going on for? And he was kind of coy about it, and um, but and, and maybe I don't want to say he was just dis- dismissive, but he was just kind of, you know, playing it pretty cool with how he was responding and saying things along the lines of like, yeah, we're going to do this as long as, as uh, Patrick Stewart wants to do it. Um, I mean, Patrick is uh, getting older and he probably doesn't want to do, you know, like seven seasons like he did with Next Generation. Um, And he was, you know, in, in the X-Men movie franchise for quite a long time, Uh, especially those first three movies that came out in the early 2000s. I mean, that was, one would end and there'd be like a little bit of a break and then you go right into the production process with that again so probably doesn't want to do something like that right right away so that's why he was probably saying like yeah we're just going to do it as long as he wants to do it now it's interesting because it wasn't flat out said there's a guy that you guys might have heard of or knowingly or unknowingly and uh, his name is John Eaves, and John Eaves is—he's um, uh, done a couple different things. He's—he's uh, he's essentially a concept artist and illustrator and uh, things like that. When it comes to a variety of different uh, shows and movies. Now, if we go in the Wayback Machine, we can uh, look at some of his. Credits um, going all the way back uh, to his first job in nineteen eighty six with Top Gun. Uh, he was on Spaceballs. Um, let's see, what are some other ones? He um, his first Star Trek gig was Star Trek V: The Final Frontier, where he was a model maker. And uh, uh, anyways, he most recently was doing uh, Star Trek Picard as a concept illustrator uh, for the first season. Now. Uh, If you go to his website, which I found through doing some gymnastics of sorts, uh, if you go to his his website, his personal website, um, you can see his resume of stuff um, on the right-hand column. And in the right-hand column, you'll see that it says Star Trek Picard Series Season 2 and 3, CBS 2020 and 2021 as a concept illustrator. Now, this is kind of him maybe letting the cat cat out of the bag that there's going to be a season two and a season three of star Trek Picard. Now it says 2020, 2021 and that season two and three are in there. So I'm curious, and maybe this is just the conspiracy theorist in me kind of coming out, but I'm kind of curious if maybe we're going to be getting a surprise second season. Maybe the second season's already been shot somehow. Um, I don't know. Um, but maybe I'm just going a little too far, but this is him, um, you know, saying that he's been hired to do um, a second and a third season of Star Trek Picard. So I don't know. What do y'all think of that? Uh, just kind of hearing that and, uh, what that might mean for the show and for us as fans. Uh, I find it kind of interesting, uh, that this kind of popped up and I thought it would be worth letting y'all know and kind of, you know, stand on the up and up, so to speak. Now, Finally, with um, with this last bit with Star Trek Lower Decks. Now, uh, this will be uh, the first of, I believe, two animated uh, Star Trek shows coming out um, soon. Of course, we had Star Trek the Animated Series back in uh, the '70s, uh, which was uh, more or less considered the uh, final year of of the mission when it came to Star Trek uh, as an original series. Now, with Star Trek Lower Decks, this is going to be a show that is focused on second contact. So we have like the ships that go in they do first contact. Well, then you have like other ships that go in for, you know, second, third, fourth uh meetings and establishing things with these planets that have had, you know, first contact experiences with whatever crew that's been out there. So, um, this is by the same, the same set of folks that are working, that have worked on Rick and Morty and the, the person that has been really, um, critical when it comes to that show, recognizes that there's a balance between just being straight up goofy and, you know, having some seriousness and a little bit of humor. Uh, just full disclosure. I've never really watched Rick and Morty. I've seen bits and pieces, but it's not something that I've just straight up dived dove into. There we go. So, uh, if you like it, I'm glad you like it. Cool. Keep on watching it. Um, this might be along the same lines of people comparing Orville to family guy as Rick and Morty to star Trek lower decks. Now we don't know much about it. But the thing that, that I that I'm very um, encouraged by is the fact that he that he recognizes that when it comes to Star Trek, there's always humor there's always been humor that's been involved in Star Trek. Uh, like when it comes to like the B stories within like whatever show you know that you're watching, whether that's original that's Next Generation, Voyager, DS9, Enterprise, any of that stuff doesn't matter. There's always some current of humor but there's still a seriousness to it. And um, it sounds as though he's he's got his, his finger on that pulse and he's very well aware of that. So um, I, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic about where this could go and um, hopefully you are too. I mean, what do you guys think about knowing that there's going to be more humor, but there's going to be a good um, awareness of the humor with the seriousness that Star Trek is known for. Um, so that's, that's basically it for today. Like those are some of like the main three things that we have kind of coming out, um, in terms of Star Trek. Now, as far as the show is concerned, uh, I recently had, um, a little planning day and, uh, kind of looked at what we're going to be doing over these next several months for the show. We're going to be having a few people popping in, popping out. To talk about different things, so I really hope that you guys stay tuned as we produce these episodes, and that you know you, you get involved, and that um, you know you let us know what you think, and kind of how you're reacting to some of the stuff that we talk about, the topics that we we cover, things like that. And um, currently, we are working on a website. So how about that? We're we're working on a website for. Uh, centralizing some things so that it might be a little easier to kind of pop around uh, when it comes to Lone Star Station and and what we're doing here at uh, These Are The Voyages. So uh, that's it, guys. So thank you for uh, tuning in and listening to the news ramblings for today. Uh, remember, if you want to interact with us, we are on all the socials at TRTVPA. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Facebook, we have a page and a group, and we'd love to have you connect with us on the group. And as soon as we have the website, um, I'll be announcing that. And uh, we'll go from there. And um, anyways, uh, just if you want to send in your comments or interact with us beyond social media, you can do that. Make sure you open up handling frequencies and entering coordinates trtvpod at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. Remember, there's a three-minute time limit, and your comments may be used on a future episode of These Are Voyages. Now, finally, if you want to send something in uh, via mail, via the post, um, you can do that by entering coordinates to the Lone Star Station at P.O. Box 2455, Azel, Texas 76098. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And as always, may you bold to go and make it so.